The following is a sponsored program paid for by First Alliance Credit Union. Welcome to Good Money Moves featuring Jenna Tobble from First Alliance Credit Union and Andy Brownell. Here's Andy Brownell on Rochester's News Talk, 1340 KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Welcome to Good Money Moves. I'm Andy Brownell with News Talk, 1340 KROC AM and 96.9 FM. And I am joined by Jenna Tobble, Director of Brand and Digital Member Experience at First Alliance Credit Union. Hello, Jenna. Hey, Andy. So last week, we talked about financial moves you can make when you're snowed in or it's just too darn cold to go outside. What are we talking about today? Yeah, so today we're going to be talking about personal finance apps, otherwise known as personal money manage apps. Um, and you're probably familiar with these. You might even be using one yourself in some capacity, but I'm talking about apps like Mint, Personal Capital. And then of course, First Alliance has their own version of this within our mobile app called the My Money feature. Um, and these apps are really designed to just make managing your personal finances a little bit easier. Um, a lot of people do tend to focus maybe on one or two features within those apps and then kind of ignore the rest of them. Um, because they do tend to have quite a few bells and whistles to them, if you will. Um, and while you certainly don't have to use any specific part of a money management app that you don't want to, it's important that the more features that you do take advantage of, really the clearer the picture of your finances and your situation is going to be for you. Um, and typically, if you have a good personal finance app, those features tend to work pretty well together to really give you that holistic look. Um, so if you use an app to track your bills each month, that app will use that you know information to help you set up a monthly budget, but only if you're using it to its fullest extent. Oh, okay. So what's your advice as far as these apps are concerned? Yeah, so you know, the first way that I would say to get really the most out of your money management app is just to read what the app is supposed to do for you. And it sounds really obvious, but a lot of people only get a money management app because they want to use one or two of its features and they never really pause to think about what else can this do. Or maybe they had a friend that showed them their version of it and said, hey, this is the thing I like about it. And so that's kind of the part that they focused on. You know, for instance, people might use the My Money feature in our mobile app just because they want to make a budget, which is fine. It's great. That's that's a really important piece of that. But they might not realize that you can also use My Money to set savings goals, to track progress that you've made towards paying off a debt, or even monitor how well your investments are doing because you can plug all of your investments into this app that are maybe not housed at First Alliance. Same thing with, you know, different mortgages or loans that you might have elsewhere. You can kind of plug all of that into this single location to really get a, a clean picture of what's going on with your finances. So, you know, when you download a money management app, just take some time to look through it, find out what is this thing capable of doing for me. And that way you'll have you know, at least have a chance to kind of experiment with the apps features too. Um, and again, maybe some of them are really interesting to you that you didn't know were there. Other ones, you know, maybe you're just like, eh, uh, it's not really going to benefit me given my situation, but at least, you know, they're available. So that way down the road, if you ever do need them, they're there, you know about them. Wow. You know, a lot of this, I wasn't even aware that they're capable of, but, uh, 
sounds like I might have to allocate a little <laughs> piece of time to experiment and play with them to find yeah. out what's exactly up. Yeah, and I can imagine there are a lot of times I would be the one, right? I have the My Money app, and I have I had no idea I could do quite all of those things. Yeah. So, so what's your next tip as far as these mobile app budgeting tools? I don't know. You want personal? What was it? Personal finance apps? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure there's people probably call them by all kinds of things, but really they are a personal money management app. Um, you know, I. The next important thing to do, and I, I briefly alluded to this a minute ago, and that is to sync as many of your financial accounts into your app of choice as possible. Um, because the more information that app has access to, the more accurate your financial picture can be provided to you, right? So if you don't have all of your retirement savings accounts pulled into that information when it's giving you your retirement account information, you're going to be short, you know, a couple thousand dollars potentially, right? And that so it doesn't isn't giving you that clear picture. Or if you have your mortgage somewhere else, then your total assets may not be accurate when you're looking at that information. So or if you don't have your credit card synced up to your account, for instance, the app won't be able to really monitor how much debt you have or what your current net worth truly is. Um, and again, on, if you don't have that investment account synced up with the app, you know, you're not going to just you're not going to be able to monitor that from the single location like it's intended to be for you. Um, so these are. It's just a really good way to get that holistic look at your whole financial picture, because everybody does have accounts at all over the place, only because right. most financial institutions maybe don't have a piece of the puzzle that you need. And so you have to go somewhere else for it, regardless of where your primary financial institution is. And a lot of people have multiple primary financial institutions. So that's just how they manage their money. So these apps became popular because they have that ability to pull all of that information into one spot for you to help just keep an eye on that without having to log into multiple things all the time. Now, some people don't like doing this because then the app really requires you to type in your login information for each account in order to pull that information. So they're kind of screen scraping and making connections with that other financial institution in order to access the information in your, let's say your online banking account or your investment account. Um, however, and that can sound kind of scary to some people. However, I think it's really important to talk about the fact that these apps usually have several security features built in to them to make sure that your account information isn't falling into the wrong hands or that people can't log into your account without your authorization. Um, but if you're still worried, you know, I would just say most of these money management apps only let you view your balances and transactions that have taken place. Um, so your full account numbers aren't visible within the personal money apps, um, although your financial institution's names probably are. Um, you also typically cannot make transactions on these accounts. Again, you can only see what has happened. Um, so if somebody were to somehow gain access to your personal finance app, they could get information about you and your finances, but they're not going to be able to actually move money around or do anything. Um, but 
that does <laughs> if somebody has gained access to your personal money management app, it's probably going to be really important that you take steps to contact your financial institution, change your passwords immediately. You know, you may um, because if they have that information, they likely have other information about you to gain access to some of those accounts. So it's probably best that you you do treat that just like any other data breach and, and consider that a high priority to take care of. Yeah, and I when you brought that up, the thing that came to mind immediately for me, if you lost your phone mm-hmm. or you had your phone stolen, even worse, I, yeah. I'm amazed that there are so many people who don't lock their phones. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And so that, yeah. but you're saying they still can't, withdraw all the money out of your accounts or something like that. If you do use one of these apps, they would just know, oh, they have this much money in their accounts. Exactly. And all of these apps and things are all going to have their own logins too. So even if you did, let's say, lose your phone and you don't have a code to get into your phone, it's just un- it's just open. They would still have to know your username and password for that specific app in order to access any okay. of that information. So once again, don't use one, two, three, four as your password. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> or your name repeated or something really simple um, to break. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. that was that was where I was a bit nervous about these apps yeah. with the access and mm-hmm. all the different, you know, security issues you hear nowadays. So it's, it's good to know that they actually even if it were to fall in the wrong hands, they, they they couldn't steal the money out of my accounts. Exactly. Yep. And because they, you know, these are financial apps and so they do have layers of security built yeah. into them. Um, and again, it's, it's about being smart with your personal information and you don't give that information out to anybody. Um, you don't want to share you know, again, strong passwords, like you said, good usernames, like all that stuff still applies to these types of apps. Okay. We're talking about personal money management apps and how useful they can be for you. It's good money moves and we'll return in a moment on News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Good Money Moves continues in moments with Andy Brownell and Jenna Tobble from First Alliance Credit Union. This is News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. We're talking Good Money Moves with Andy Brownell and Jenna Tobble from First Alliance Credit Union on Rochester's News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Welcome back. We're talking about... Personal finance apps, personal money management apps, a great tool for uh, making good money moves, keeping track of your finances. And as I pointed out earlier, I actually use one of these and it does make the process a lot easier (laughs) (laughs) after you get it set up. Yeah. One of the worst things about dealing with a budget is entering the financial transactions. And if you don't have to do it, it's magical. So. (laughs) <laughs> I'm going to ask you, Jenna, we talked about syncing it, right? How important that is to sync it so you actually mm-hmm. have it all in one place so you can get a full mm-hmm. understanding of where you're at. What else can I do or anybody listening to to get the most out of whatever app I want to try to use? Yeah, so I think another thing that's really important to do is take time to really personalize the app to 
fit what you need it to do and kind of what your spending plan and budget look like. So, of course, you know, you can personalize it in a couple different ways, right? One is adding those additional financial institutions of, you know, financial accounts, whether those are investments, another bank or credit union, uh, credit card, you know, whatever that may be, adding all that information in there is, is kind of step one to personalizing it. Um, but one of the key things to do then is you with that budgeting feature that's built into these is to take some time to really set up your own financial categories in this. So my, most money management apps are going to kind of come preloaded with some basic categories uh, that most people are going to need, right? Um, but you can actually, if you have a good app, you should be able to categorize your transactions in ways that make the most sense to you and how you like to budget your money. Um, so for instance, you might want a separate financial category to set up for your morning coffee instead of having it listed in the restaurant category because how you budget and manage your money, you have special money set aside specifically for that morning coffee and restaurants are really more of a if you've got money left kind of category. So you may want to separate those out, but normally they would probably be bucketed in one spot. You know, or maybe you have a certain savings goal and you want to make sure that any money that you're putting away towards that goal is clearly marked in your transactions to really help you better keep track of how much you have saved. And you're seeing that as a portion of your entire budget. Um, you can even be specific, you know, as specific with these categories as you really would like to be. Um, and again, this can even help with kind of budget creation if you've never done it before. Um, so when the app shows you how much you've spent on your new category, you can be, kind of feel like this win, like you're finally fine tuning and getting to where you wanna be. Um, and the nice thing about the budgeting features in these apps too, is that once you've got your category set up, all of your transactions are automatically categorized for you going forward. This way you can kind of get that quick look at how your spending plan is going at any time and are you sticking to it or do you need to make some adjustments to get to where you want to be before the end of the month or whatever that time frame is. Okay, so I have a question about that. If I get mm -hmm. really specific, like you say, if I'm under the restaurants category and I want it to be coffee, as you pointed out, mm -hmm. and I pay for it with my credit card, and the app collects the transaction data, how does it know from that data that it should go into coffee? Or do I have to manually push it into coffee after it comes in? Is it, you know what I'm saying? Are the yep. credit card companies, they have their own categories that they're using. How do they match up? Yeah, so it, that's a good question. And it's honestly going to depend greatly based on the app that you're using and what how much data they're able to pull in from that particular credit card provider um, if and how those that information is being provided between the app and the credit card provider let's say so yeah it, that's a it's a good question and I wish I had a better answer for you, Andy, okay. but it really is going to depend <laughs> so much on how that integration works between the app that you're using and the particular credit okay. card provider that you have. So it might actually do that for you. It might automatically go. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. 
<laughs> what else do I need to know to get the most out of these technological gizmos on my smartphone? Yeah, so I think another really useful feature of most of these money management apps is that they provide you the option to get alerts. Um, and so I would I would recommend that you use that feature. And I know that many people are probably rolling their eyes like, oh, I already get so many alerts from on my smartphone from things that I don't want, news alerts, social media, whatever, right? Do you need one more alert? Yes. You need alerts about your finances more than any other kind of alert is what I say. So they're going to be very helpful for you because there are options that can let you know when a bill might be coming due. Um, you can find out if you maybe got a late fee. Um, you'll know if you're overspending in any particular budget category, all depending on what alerts that your personal finance app allows and lets you set up, but set those up to really help you keep really close tabs on your money. Now, some money management apps might even let you set up alerts when interest rates rise or fall, um, or if there's maybe a better deal on a loan or a credit card than what you've got already. Um, so those are some things to kind of just be mindful of as well, that they can kind of help you take advantage of opportunities that might benefit you. Um, and then, of course, depending on the particular app of your choice, you can also you know, customize the alerts that you get. You can have alerts sent either to an email or via text message in some cases. Um, you can decide which alerts you want to receive and then potentially even how frequently you want to get those alerts, if at all. Um, and again, though the alerts you'll be able to set up depending on the money management app you use, which is just another good reason to kind of take some time to read about all the features that the app has that you've selected so that you're, again, kind of have a full view of what it can do for you and how it can really truly help you manage your finances in a way that's making your life easier. Yeah, I, I mean, especially alerting you when bills are coming to you. I think that's that's key. And, you know, unless you have everything set up to automatically pay, it's really easy mm -hmm. to let one slip through if, you know, you're on vacation yeah. or it's the holidays or mm -hmm. whatever, a family emergency that distracts you from these things. I can yeah. see that as a really useful feature. Okay. We're talking about uh, money management apps and how you can use them to their fullest. On Good Money Moves, we'll return in a moment on News Talk 1340. KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Good Money Moves continues in moments with Andy Brownell and Jenna Tobble from First Alliance Credit Union. This is News Talk 1340 KROC AM and 96.9 FM. We're talking Good Money Moves with Andy Brownell and Jenna Tobble from First Alliance Credit Union on Rochester's News Talk 1340 KROC AM and 96.9 FM. It's Good Money Moves this week money management apps using technology to track your budget and your bills, <laughs> your retirement accounts and on and on. And I, it's as always, this technology just amazes me. Uh, <laughs> you carry this around in your pocket and you're talking about, you can even get the alerts. Oh. Um, do you have any final tips, anything else we've overlooked that uh, can help us get the most out of these money management apps? Yeah, I, you know, I would say uh, use the graphs that are given to you in these apps to help you really see 
the big picture of your financial situation. Um, so m- these money m- management apps definitely let you focus on small details and really dig into every transaction and where you think that should be categorized. Um, they also give you the chance to pull back though and get an overall view of your whole financial situation. And they do this by giving you easily understandable graphs of where your money is going or where it's sitting. Um, So for instance, the First Alliance app lets you view your net worth. Um, They can show you your spending habits is in trending in chart information. Um, You can track how much you've spent on your monthly budget. Um, And it also lets you view your progress made towards savings goals and other financial goals. So the reason I point this out is because a lot of times people get sucked into the details when they start playing around with these apps. But kind of seeing your financial information laid out in a graph form also lets you discover things you might have overlooked if it was presented more in like a list format. Um, (laughs) So it, you know, for instance, you might realize that you've spent more than you planned in your entertainment category in your budget. So, you know, that you can eliminate one of your debts if you spend a little extra money from your next paycheck, or even that you need to adjust one of your investments because maybe it it fell and you weren't expecting it. And it's like, oh, I'm glad I was looking because now I can maybe pick a new fund to put my retirement into or however you manage your investments. But it's just, it's a good kind of a reminder. And most people probably do look at those. But I think what's important is that you make a habit out of looking at those to really start to notice like the things that are out of place or the trending information or, you know, though, again, the feature within the First Alliance app, I just love it so much because it, it just does give you that really good holistic view right out the gate. And then from there, you can really start to dig into the, oh, well, I'm noticing this. I wonder why that is. Let me dig into the transactions a little bit more and see what's going on there. That is slick. And I, I know like the pie charts when you do that and mm-hmm. you go, wow, I spent that much on eating out. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's a way larger slice of the pie. No pun intended. That I expected. <laughs> It always right. is. <laughs> it always is. Yeah. Gosh. As always, great information, Jenna. I appreciate it. And uh, I'm going to throw it to you again because I know we didn't have enough time to cover this anywhere near as much in depth as we wish we could. And you can point me to places I can find out some more information. Absolutely. As always, I encourage our listeners to visit our website firstalliancecu.com. You can subscribe to our blog. We release new financial tips and advice every week. We also have free downloadables on our website, like a smart goals worksheet or a vacation budget. Um, Of course, if you're a member at First Alliance Credit Union, you can download our mobile app and start using our My Money feature um, at any time. And if you love this show, you can go back and listen to past episodes at firstalliancecu.com slash podcast or on krocnews.com. You can also subscribe to Good Money Moves on Apple, Google, and Spotify podcasts. And of course, if you do love this show, please take us a minute to review us on your favorite podcasting platform. 
And if you have a financial topic or a question that you'd like us to cover on Good Money Moves, please send me an email at marketing at firstalliancecu.com. And of course, I strongly encourage you to reach out to our team at First Alliance Credit Union so that you can start making good money moves today. That's First Alliance Credit Union, federally insured by NCUA and an equal housing lender. We've been talking today about the money market or money market, money management apps. And uh, we, we, uh, we have about 30 seconds left. Jenna, maybe you want to break up the My Money app just a little bit more because that's that's the first alliance offering. It is. Yes. Yeah, you you will absolutely love using it and you can really get sucked into kind of creating your own categories and they make it just so easy to do. It's really an effort, effortless way to keep track of your finances once you have it all set up. I think one of the features that we didn't talk about specifically yet today is that it will pull in if you own your home it will pull in your Zillow um, home estimate, your Zestimate of value. So you can even see how much your home is worth compared to what you owe on the mortgage, um, which is, I think, one of my favorite things to keep track of, especially as housing <laughs> prices were rising. I was like, oh, I kind of like this. <laughs> but there's, yeah, there's just so many cool features in there. And again, the more information that you plug into it, the more holistic your view is going to be and it's just going to it's going to make a big difference in how you approach your finances when you can see all of that information together all right that's the my money app for the first alliance credit union and this has been good money moves thanks a lot jenna as always yes and we'll chat again next week with more good money moves on news talk 1340 kroc am and 96.9 fm